Hey beautiful, welcome to my show, Thoughts, Action, Success. This week we dive deep into the concept of choosing love over fear. I'm talking about that voice inside your head that is constantly feeding you negative chatter. She lives in a perpetual state of fear and is always telling you you're not good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, wealthy enough, wise enough, brave enough or successful enough. Hot tip? Don't listen to her. Some refer to this voice as the ego or the inner critic. Regardless of what you refer to it as, it is not your true self. She's all about judgment, labels, comparison, roles, masks, expectations, fear, and fitting into a neat little box. None of which are the truth of who you really are. There is no exception when it comes to this voice inside our heads. We've all got this nasty little voice in there. Even the best self-help gurus have an inner critic planting seeds of doubt. The only differences between them and your average person on the street is that they have learned how to master their critic. They have found the mute button. It's, all, it's still there, but they give it absolutely no power and no airtime. The good news is that all of us can learn how to master our inner fear-based voice too. Yep, that includes you. I'm proof that it can be done. If I can do it, then so can you. Until I figured out how to manage my inner critic, she ran the show, called the shots, and basically ruled the roost. But guess what? I let her. Why? Because I didn't know there was any other way to live. I had not yet discovered the truth that would change everything for me. Love. You see... We are born into this world as little beings overflowing with love. We're not distracted by thoughts of what's going to come next or worried about the past. And we're definitely not stressed about what other people think of us. We have no reference to the past or future, only the present moment. All we know is that when we're hungry, we cry. When we're tired, we sleep. And when we're happy, we smile. In that perfect present state, we are the personification of love. Usually there's someone who will hug us, comfort us, and feed us when we're hungry. We don't have to do anything to earn that love. Just by our mere state of being and existing, that love is ours. Love is all we know. Then along our journey through life, we get conditioned to think otherwise. By about the age of three, we've most likely been told the word no thousands of times. By eight, someone's called you stupid and it's sunk into your psyche. By 13, the school bully's probably thrown your lunch at you and called you fat, which then you believe to be true. By 15, your parents may have gotten divorced and you blamed yourself. By 18, you may have had your first broken heart, which made you think that you were undesirable. In your 20s, you got made redundant from your job and started believing you're now unemployable and stupid. Or you've got a degree and in the process accumulated around $40,000 or more of worth of debt, which you then let hang over you and dictate your every move. All of this is enough to convince even the strongest person that they're worthless and unlovable. In fact, that's exactly what happens to almost all of us, even if the journey is different to the one I just described. But the truth is, Although these things that happen along our journey might influence and shape us, not to mention hurt us, they don't actually define us. 
They're just stories from the past we keep telling ourselves. I've put together some little whispers of love to help nudge you back onto your path. They'll be popping up throughout my shows and are designed to be short, sweet, and seriously powerful. You can embrace them by writing them on a post-it note, sharing them on social media, sticking them to your vision board, or mirror, or setting them up as reminders on your phone. They are there for you to use as constant reminders to guide you back to your truth. Their simple, intuitive wisdom is profoundly powerful. I will also be sharing them inside the Thoughts Action Success Facebook group for free, ready for you to download, print, pin, share, and inspire. And now for your first little whisper of love. Let me drop a truth bomb on you. You are not your circumstances, your experiences, or your past. Although you may feel like they make you who you are, you're actually so much bigger than that. You are nothing short of a pure miracle in the personification of love. This is your truth. This is who you truly are. Not the life experiences that have beaten you down, not the crowning achievements that have boosted you up, and definitely not the limiting fear-based chatter that runs through your head on a daily basis. Your life experience, however, serve an important role in the person you've evolved into today. They're an opportunity for growth and a chance to return back to your natural state, love. But that's all. Don't use your life experience as a way to define yourself and don't let them become the fuel of your inner critic. Awareness is key when it comes to reprogramming your thought patterns and managing your inner critic. It takes time and commitment to cement the change, but you can do it. All it needs is a willingness to be your higher self and to choose your love. So next time you feel yourself going to press play on an old story, stop. Take a deep breath, let it go, and choose to come back to the present moment instead. And remember, once you're aware of something, you can't unknow it. The seeds of change have already been planted, and you'll get there in the end. Many talk about smashing your inner critic, but I believe that it's better to accept that she is part of you and show her some love by becoming besties with her. I don't mean besties by inviting her over for a wine, then she ends up sleeping on the couch and sharing her clothes for the next three months. Oh no. Your inner critic is part of you, embedded so deeply that many people aren't even aware of her manipulative ways and dodgy presence. Awareness is the key to mastering your inner critic, because once you know what you know, you can't unknow it. So rather than using up energy fighting her, try to keep her out by slamming the door in face and can't trying to keep her out by slamming the door in her face and constantly trying to resist her all the time? It's more constructive to use her as your GPS back to your truth, love. It's the difference between getting angry and confrontational when she comes knocking and gently closing the door on her and deciding to choose love instead. There's a big difference to your energy with these two different approaches. As you'll discover later in the show, it's this simple decision to choose love over fear on a moment-to-moment -moment basis that becomes the framework for your internal GPS system. This one simple shift in how you operate will change your life forever. In every moment you have one of two choices. You can choose either love or fear, your truth or that voice in your head. This simple choice is the basis of every decision you make throughout your day. From what you choose to put in your mouth, to how you respond to the person who cuts in front of you and to change the lanes, 
from how you move your body to the people you surround yourself with. From what you do with your time to how you treat yourself, it all comes down to choice. Your choice. My mission is to help you live your best life. But in order for me to help you to do that, you will need to choose love over fear in every moment. Of course, sometimes we don't even realise we're making a choice. But we are all the time. Have you ever taken a job you hated and held on with a tight grip to every dollar you had out of fear of not having had enough money? Flogged your body at the gym and ate, or didn't eat, out of hatred of what you felt you looked like in a mirror? Surrounded yourself with unhealthy friends and put up with a series of unhealthy relationships out of fear of being rejected? People pleased because you were scared of disappointing others. Partied and trashed your body on the weekends to numb the deep loneliness felt within. Believed that the world was a dark, dangerous place and that you barely deserved to be in it. If these sorts of thinking patterns resonate with you, don't worry. You're not alone. It doesn't mean that you've got anything wrong with you or that you've failed to receive a key puzzle in the game of life. The thing is you've never been taught how to think with anything but a fear-based mentality. We're never shown how to master our mind and make peace with that voice in our head. This wasn't a subject at school. Our parents weren't taught it either, or even our grandparents before them. Nor the leaders and those that we inspire to be like. In fact, fear-based thinking has become hardwired into the operating system of today's society. But what if we could turn it all around? Imagine our schools teaching self-love, meditation, Nourishing your body, caring for the planet, conscious movement, mindful eating, creative expression, entrepreneurship, compassion, grounding, authenticity, and practicing gratitude. How amazing would that be? There is an epidemic of fear. It's the state in which we all live in. But I'm going to share with you that turning your back on the old paradigm and choosing love instead of fear is not only possible, it's actually essential and super easy. Even better, once you master the art of choosing love over fear, it will place your dream life at your fingertips. I have come to believe that everything that occurs in our lives is an opportunity for growth, even the dark, deep, painful stuff. There are lessons, messages and golden nuggets of wisdom in every experience. Our job is to open our awareness, find that golden nugget, and embrace the learning. Because if we don't, the same lesson will come back around again in two weeks, or perhaps two years, maybe even two decades, until we finally get the message that we need to hear. Making the mental shift to see the opportunity for growth and the tough stuff is bloody hard. It means you have to start taking responsibility, and most people hate thinking that they're responsible for the crappy things in their lives. We're all happy to soak up the praise when we achieve our goals. And when things don't turn out how we planned, we're quick to point the finger and blame others. Taking responsibility is confronting. And it means you have to start taking action. Not to mention stop pointing the finger and blaming everyone else. Scary stuff, I know. Love is our natural state, our birthright. And when we learn to live in alignment with it, life starts to flow a lot more effortlessly. In fact, when you choose love, you'll find you're living a life greater than your wildest dreams. However, if you've been operating with a fear-based mentality for a long time, it can be tricky to know what living from a place of love actually feels and looks like. 
we can start to think that if we don't have the Hollywood version of love, complete with red roses and Prince Charming to rescue us, then we don't have love. But that couldn't be further from the truth. You know those times when you feel as though you're in the flow. There isn't a thought in your mind. Time flies by a split second. Your whole self is completely engaged in the moment. You feel deeply connected, whether to others, yourself, nature, or to the universe at large. Opportunities seem to just present themselves endlessly. It almost feels like everything you touch turns to gold. That's what it can be like when you choose love over fear. And what about the feeling of deep peace that fills your whole body? Perhaps when you're with people you care about or when you're on your yoga mat or your deeper meditation or when you're wrapped in the arms of your loved one. Yep, that's flow too. As you can see, love is so much more than just what you see in the movies. It's way more all-encompassing and universal than that. If you're still having trouble distinguishing what love is and feels like, it can actually be easier to identify the times when you're not living from a place of love. That is basically any time that you're stressed over the past, worrying about the future, or feel not present, anxious, angry, or indecisive. It can mean you're spending too much time hanging out in good old fair town and sipping cocktails with that voice in your head for company and not in the here and now. And don't get me wrong, feeling those feelings is going to happen on a daily basis, I might add. And in some cases, it is totally warranted. However, it's how you deal with them and how quickly you return to love that matters most. The brilliant thing is that once you're aware of the difference, it's a simple choice to shift your internal GPS and return back to love. So you all know the GPS is a navigation system that guides us to exactly where we want to go. Whether you've been somewhere before or going there for the first time, you simply enter in the address and follow the directions and you end up at your destination. But what's an internal GPS? This is your internal navigation system that leads you to where you want to be, just like your own personal compass. When you set up your internal GPS in a way that serves you, it will always lead you home to your truth. Yep, you guessed it, love. However, when you bombard the system with too much interference, it becomes much harder to tune into the directions of your GPS, and you're likely to take a wrong turn. If you want to shift your state to one of love and really hardwire your GPS system to guide you toward the truth, there's one simple question you need to go back to. You guessed it. What would love do right now? This question will guide you back to your truth, back to your natural state, back to your essence, every single time. If you're serious about living from love, this isn't a question you can ask once or twice and be done with it. It's an ongoing process. A continual recalibration and realignment to ensure that your inner compass is always pointing you in the right direction. And it can be applied to every situation and conundrum you can think of, from the spiritual to the mundane to the crazily chaotic. Picture this. You're in a concrete jail cell. There are no windows or doors, just four concrete walls around you. A ceiling above and a floor under your feet. It's pitch black and you can't see a thing. Now you light a match. With that one small strike, you illuminate the entire room and you can see the tiny hole just big enough for you to crawl out. There is so much darkness, yet there's no doubt that the radiant ball of light in your hands is stronger than the shadows. 
no matter how small the matches. Don't ever forget that your light is more powerful than your darkness. Although at times it may not feel like the case, remember this jail cell analogy and remind yourself that all you need is to connect with that light within you to find your way out. When you go through difficult times in your life, it's easy to believe that the light inside you has been snuffed out. We've all gone through those periods of intense fear. Maybe you've been hurt. Someone you deeply loved has died. You found out you had a serious illness. You went bankrupt, got fired, or lost the very roof over your head. But don't let your darkness stop you from shining your light. It can absolutely be dispersed by love if you let it. Let it be said, though, this isn't about glossing over what happened to you. You need to fully and completely feel the pain, anger, frustration, and sadness but you do not need to let it ruin or dictate your life. Feeling the emotions bubbling inside you is an important part of your healing process and not one to be skipped over. Brace it. Ride the wave. The most powerful thing you can do in any situation, even at your lowest depths and the darkest moments when you're consumed by fear, is to recommit to the spark of life inside you. It's always there, it's always burning, and it will always guide you back to your truth. So let's just take a moment to recap the key takeaways from this episode about choosing love over fear. Every decision comes down to a choice to do things either from love or fear. To master that voice in your head, you must choose love over fear in every moment. In times of uncertainty, ask yourself, what would love do right now? You can always light up the darkness of fear with love. Now that you're aware of which areas in your life you're living out of fear, ask yourself how you can reframe the items on the fear list so they're grounded in a place of love. What is the truth behind each fear? Are there any fears you can release right now? If there are a few things on your fear list, don't worry. I know it can seem overwhelming, but just start with one area first. For example, just start by choosing to eat out of love. Try that for two weeks and see how you feel. After that, you move on to the next area. Again, check in with yourself after the two weeks. See how you feel, then try something else. The great thing is that when you start making changes in one area of your life, a ripple effect occurs. So often with my clients, I see them trying really hard in one area, only to all of a sudden start experiencing shifts in other areas as well, almost effortlessly. For example, one beautiful client, Sam, decided she wanted to start by focusing on moving her body out of love first. After a few weeks, she realised she was more inclined to reach for healthier food options. She was more excited about going to Pilates on Saturday morning than Friday night drinks. That voice in her head wasn't as loud as usual. She was gravitating to more inspiring people at work. It's pretty cool when you can start to unfold when you choose love. If taking one area at a time isn't really your style, You can choose to go cold turkey, like my client Kate. When we started working together, she decided she wanted to completely ditch the fear-based living and switch her internal GPS system over to love all at once. As a very all-or-nothing type of person, this route suited her completely. But the choice is totally up to you. See what feels right in your heart and do that. Use this as your guide, and whenever that voice in your head nudges you to choose fear, simply remind her you are going to choose love instead. Are you ready, gorgeous girl? 
to choose love over fear? Let's do this. But just before I go, I just wanted to share another whisper of love with you. Choose only love in every moment, in every circumstance. I would love you to join me again next Saturday at 10am Queensland time for the next edition of Thoughts, Action, Success. We will delve deep into flexing your self-love muscle. In the meantime, join me in the Thoughts, Action, Success Facebook group for exclusive access to further inspo action from this episode. In the meantime, have a fantastic rest of the weekend and we'll talk again soon.